time again for another producer profile, and welcome to the American Cattleman Podcast. Just ahead, Gail McKinney, no stranger to the cattle business, visits with Flint Drake. You gotta love that name. Flint is part of Drake Semitol from Centerville, Iowa. You'll learn more about their operation and an upcoming sale. But first, let's have Bob Tallman tell you more about Rawhide Portable Corrals. Bob? We understand cattle. That's why the world's first hydraulic corral just keeps getting better. Our system is simple, flexible, and durable. Built to keep your cattle operations easy and trouble-free. All the best features of a portable system with unmatched customer service is why Rawhide is often imitated, never duplicated. The Rawhide Portable Corral. All right, Gail, take the reins. Let's ride. Thank you, chap. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the American Cattlemen's Podcast and our special producer profile. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Gail McKinney, and I'm the publisher of American Cattlemen, and I'm pleased to have you here with me for this episode of the Producer Profile. Today's guest is Flint Drake with Drake Simital of Centerville, Iowa. Drake, welcome to the American Cattlemen Podcast. Thanks, Gail. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, we, uh, we found out here as we were visiting just before the, uh, just before the recording, we're both Hawkeye fans, so... As hard as it is to be one at the moment, yes, we are. <laughs> That's exactly right. Flint, for those folks who may not know about Drake Semitol, and even for those who do, can you give us a little update on your operation, yourself, your family, and, and your background? Sure. I, I don't want to give too much of a history lesson, but just, just people might find interesting. Our our family came to uh, southern Iowa by covered wagon in, in 1854 and settled down in Appanoose County and started raising cattle and um and, and then in 1900, they bought the farm where my parents still live. So next year will be 125 years on on that farm. And um, kind of probably the next seminal uh, moment in history then was in the in the 20s. My my grandfather Charlie Drake had had uh, served on the front lines in France in World War One. And when he got back, used an early GI Bill and went to Iowa State University. Um, he probably wouldn't be very happy that we're Hawkeye fans. But, no, probably not. Um, but, uh, you know, there at Iowa State, he studied genetics and and was on the judging team and, and those sorts of things. And I think that kind of started us on the path we've been on, you know, for the past hundred years then, because he he focused on genetics first in chickens and then in cattle. And and then we, we were trying to figure out how long we've been selling bulls. And I, we figured at least the 40s, he was selling Hereford bulls. So it's been close to 80 years that we've been selling bulls off the farm there. Um, and then and then around 1970 or so, Dad got into the Semental thing. He bought some of the very first uh, Semental cattle in the in the state of Iowa, and um, we've really been on the on the Semental thing since. I, I have some Angus t- as well to mix in there with them, but primarily Semental. And and the in the early 90s, we had a couple of bulls. You know, we, we were always focused on selling bulls, and that never went away. But some of the older folks might remember in the in the 90s and early 2000s, we had a couple of bulls that really nicked in the in the show ring, and and we had a, a stretch there about 10 years. I think we had. 40 state fair grand and reserve champions and eight national grand and reserve champions. And we were premier exhibitor at Denver three times, which a lot of the credit for that goes to my brother, Denny. Um, he, he, he does a great job um, getting those cattle ready and showing them, but, but that never really changed our focus. You know, we, to us, the real business, our real business has always been selling bulls and, and, you know, we give credit to anybody who can make a living in any part of the cattle industry because it's so hard. But for us, you know, the real cattle business is, is raising uh, genetics that, that maximizes the quality and value of, of beef. You know, the real cattle business is in pastures and feedlots and 
packing plants and grocery stores and kitchens. And, and that's what we've tried to, to focus on. And when I when I say we, it might be helpful for folks to understand who who's a part of this because they'll see different names in our catalog. And and we're all we're all family. There's my my parents, Larry and Carol Drake, um, still live on the home farm there and they have Drake Summental. And then my brother uh, lives up up the road about a mile. What's what was my grandparents' place? Uh, his name is Danny, and his wife is Kara, and they have a Drake Cattle Company. And then my my nephew uh, Mason um, Mason Harlan. He has Harlan Cattle Company. He works uh, with my dad um, at at the farm there, and uh, has his own operation. And he has uh, some really good bulls in the sale also. And then and then I have. Uh, just to differentiate, I thought all the, the Drake things might be confusing to people. So for my operation, I use Iron Creek Cattle Company, and I have uh, some cattle and farms in southern Iowa. And then I live in, in Jackson County, just south of Dubuque, on the east edge of Iowa, and have my cattle operation here as well. Really, uh, really deep family roots and and family still involved. That's uh, that that's the industry we serve, uh, Flint. You know, that that's... Uh... We've been able to keep that that lifestyle and generational thing going for a long time here in the in our industry. Yeah, absolutely. We're really proud of that, and I, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say we weren't worried about that future. Uh, it's becoming harder and harder, and and you know, to to do it, uh, the, the capital requirements and and the work, and there's less and less interest, I think, in that in yeah. some family members down the road. But <laughs> but we're really proud of what we've done so far. That's great. Uh, Flint, we have coming up in a few weeks the 2024 Drake Summitall Bull and Female Sale on Friday, January 26th, 2024, at 1 p.m. at the Drake Sales Facility there in Centerville, Iowa. Can you walk us through the sale listings a little, maybe give us a couple of listings you, you, know, you folks are just really proud of? Sure. Uh, yeah, we, yeah we'll have, we have about 70 bulls, uh, Simmental and Simangus bulls. There's, there's some fall bulls, some, you know, so they'll be about 18 months old that can really cover a lot of cows. And then, and then a, a big group, of course, of the yearling bulls, mostly January and February bulls. And then we'll have 40 bred heifers. Um, really, really excited for people to see these bred heifers. It's uh, people say it every year. Oh, it's the best set we've ever had, but, but it really is. And, and, uh, they're a great looking, uh, set of heifers with great genetics and, and bred to some breed leading bulls. So we're excited about that. And I, you know, I just, I was thinking about w w when you just asked me, are there some lots you'd like to highlight? I got to be careful because even though we're all family, we're also competitive and I don't want to <laughs> necessarily highlight a specific lot, uh, that might, uh, uh you know, favor me over somebody else. But I, I think what I would direct people to um, when they look at our catalog and is, uh, is one that we'll have our first sons of this five-star Jackson bull um, in this sale. And he's a bull that dad and I purchased uh, up in Minnesota last year and um, stretched the, the budget significantly to get Jackson because he's a bull that is really unique in terms of he's got that really attractive uh, beefy profile, but also has a fantastic genomic uh, EPDs and, and other numbers. And, and so this is his first set of calves and, and we're super excited about them. The, the growth, uh, on those bulls along with their look is fantastic. Um, second, I would direct them to our Poss Deadwood bulls. I was lucky enough to be a very uh, small part of purchasing Deadwood. He was the $900,000 bull from Poss Angus, which the 900,000 tells you why I own such a small percentage of him, but, <laughs> but I was, I was thankful for the guys to, to let me uh, participate in, in owning Deadwood. And that gave us access to semen early and to semen uh, now, which I, I think his, his uh, semen producing days are, are over, but um, he, he's just been spectacular on our, on our uh, Semental cows. I, we've rarely used a bull that transmits the, the growth and power 
that Deadwood does. And I would ask people to look at those Deadwood calves and in the catalog and then the videos that'll be coming soon. I, I think they'll be pretty excited about them. And then and then last is is are the Eagle Sons. Eagle Hooks Eagle is a bull that I own part of um, with a group of of other breeders. And Eagle's been the number one um, registration bull for offspring in the Simmental breed for several years now because he I always say he does so much so right so often. Um, and, and he just keeps on doing it. And, and we've got some fantastic Eagle Sons in there that I, I would direct people to. That kind of leads us just right into the next question I wanted to ask you. And, and uh, you know, there's there's lots of sales. There's lots of competition out there. And and uh, in, in our in our industry, we don't we don't poke at each other. But uh, it is important, I think, to highlight why Drake Semitol should be in that commercial producers program. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about that, Gail. And I think you know everybody does their thing and they do it the best they can. And um, and I think some of it's just some of the what I think differentiates us is is the degree of it. I mean, our our, our there's a couple of elements, well, really three elements, I guess, that I would think might set us apart. One is is our philosophy. Um, I, I think a lot of breeders I notice it, frankly, in the Angus breed in particular breed strictly for growth and ignore everything else. And while we know when we do that and things get out, out of balance, um, you got a lot of other issues that you weren't anticipating in the Angus breed in particular, you get feet problems and things like that. Um, so so we've tried to, I, I, I repeat it all the time. I think it's, it's, it's not, a, there's nothing magical about it. And some people probably get sick of me talking about the elite balance. And that's, I, I came up with that just because I thought it reflected what we were trying to do. And that's, you know, reasonable calving ease, excellent maternal, docility and structural traits first and then once you have that we try to get as much growth and carcass as we can while maintaining those traits and, and, and when we do that we keep everything in balance and we also target you know a frame score of 5.8 to 6.2 or 6.3 you know we, we we want that frame so we can get enough growth in them but we want them to be compact enough to be efficient and so um that that thought starting with the philosophy that we really can have it all if if we're if we really are diligent about it is is one thing that i think a lot of people are trying to do that and so you know whether that's a differentiator or not i leave that up to debate but i think the second part is in particular and, and that's been our execution of it you know we've we've tried uh we've stayed very very focused on developing and acquiring you know the best genetics out there and i we talked before about the eagle bull and the deadwood bull and and the Jackson Bull, I think, is going to be right in that line. I think he's the, the semen sales on Jackson are, are already increasing. And we, they, we just got a call yesterday asking from Origin to send more semen up um, because they're seeing what his his calves are like. So that focus and 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 willingness to go out and find and propagate that, that kind of genetics. And we've done the same thing on the female side. You know, we we own Crystal, who's the dam of the Eagle Bull that I talked about. That's number one in registrations in the Simmental breed. We have three daughters of, of the sugar cow, who is probably the most accomplished cow in the Simmental breed. Uh, she has numerous sons in bull studs across the country. Um, we've also acquired a daughter from, from the, the 106Z cow at Keller's Broken Heart, who has a number of bulls, bulls and stud and donors around the country. And we have the matron of honor donor from there who's who's been had some of our top selling bulls in the last few years. So I think it's it's that it's it's acquiring that and then and then in, in our being very diligent on our side of eliminating anything that doesn't meet that criteria. And when you do that, you kind of eliminate the throwaways, you know, and so mm -hmm. we think that this bull and female sets really, really deep in those outstanding genetics. And then and lastly, of course, it's service. I think you, you have to take care of your, your customers. We guarantee these bulls that guarantee is set out in the catalog. 
um, and, and we work with people to try to make things right. And, and the rare occasions when we do have issues. But I think those three things, that that, that balance, that philosophy of, of elite balance, uh, the, the execution by really focusing and being really diligent on on making sure you don't fall in love with a cow for the wrong reason, you know, making sure that they're performing and meeting our criteria, um, and then customer service will help set us apart. Flint, thank you. And, and folks, there, there you go. You got, you got people that work hard, uh, people that know their business, people who are intelligent and breeding cattle for, for the right reason. Uh, so you really need to look at these guys. You need to look at Drake Semitol for your program. Uh, Flint, we, we should give the folks some contact information, yours or whoever you want to, uh, so they can contact you, talk a little bit about their, their program. I'm sure you're willing to do that and how, how, uh, how Drake Semental can answer those questions. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, our, our catalog is up. I think it's up on DV auction right now. The, the sale will be on DV auction as well as live at the farm. So people can go to DV if they're familiar with that. Um, the catalog is also up on on my website, which is ironcreekcattle.com. Um, and then if they want to call, our, our phone numbers are in that catalog. But if they want to call me, my phone number is 563-580-1055. And I'll give you my, my dad's number too is, is in there, uh, 641-895-9422. And that's Larry Drake. And then, like I say, Mason's number and Denny's are, are in the catalog also. That sounds great. And just a reminder, everybody, it will be on DV auction. So, uh, Flint, thank you. Uh, and we thank Drake Semitol for all you do for the cattle industry. Thanks so much, Gail. Appreciate the opportunity. Everyone, that's Flint Drake of Drake Semitol. Make sure to attend the 2024 Drake Semitol Bull and Female Sale on Friday, January 26, 2024. And the bidding starts at 1 p.m. at the Drake Sales Facility in Centerville, Iowa. It's going to be a great one. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the American Cattlemen Podcast. Tell your neighbors and friends about us. And with that, we'll close the gate and get out of here. Take care.